Hey guys, real quick, before the episode gets started, I just want to put this out there. We were, Gareth and I were recording the kind of recap for 2023 of the annual rarity event and we were having some internet issues some issues with the program we used to record and so there's a little bit of popping on his track there's nothing i could do about it i tried my hardest to kind of clean it up edit it whatever but that's just the way that it recorded due to i guess we're recording across the pond so just kind of want to put that out there guys thank you so much for supporting us or listening to this sorry the episode is late uh but you know i'm kind of Playing around the track, trying to make it sound as good as possible. So, guys, with that being said, I'm going to kick right back over into the episode. Enjoy. I feel the minutes count down on the clock again. Feel like I'm playing in a game that I can never win. Time is running out. I know i got to make a choice. So many whispers in my ear that I can't hear my voice. Tell me, will it in the situation that I'm in? Or am I bound to sit alone, drowning in my sins? Get right or get left, what will it be? Time is running out. The blood is flowing down the streets. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and today I am joined by my good friend, Gaz Davis. What's up, man? Really, really good, Daryl. Thanks for uh, having me on again. Happy New Year to you. Happy, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Good. That's much better. So uh, for those of you guys who are listening, Gareth and I had a little bit of a, I'm, I'm going to blame the internet. I think the internet's not doing so well this morning. Uh, connecting across the world. So, hey, had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we made it. It is uh, good to have you on. I'm I'm super excited when we get to do this, and I'm very excited for the kind of year-end review of the annual rarity contest, you know, that big first hoorah doing this. I'm interested to see what you uh, what you like, what you dislike, what you, what you learned, and then now that you've already kicked off the, the next one, kind of where we're at with it. So, Definitely super excited. But before we do that, Gaz, all right, we're going to toast to the patrons. All right. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. So we've got some new content that just dropped last week on the Patreon. We got more content dropping this week on the Patreon. So I'm going to give a shout out to our producers. We got Matt G. We got MZ Nitro. We got JT, the Commission, and Sadik. So thank you guys so much for all your support. Thank you guys so much for checking out the Resident Daryl YouTube channel. We are Getting closer and closer. We're about 600 subs now. So we're getting closer to our goal of 1,000. So, all right. I know, guys, we don't have a ton of time this morning. So let's kind of start things off uh, with what you've been playing, man. What you've been getting into for the past yeah. few weeks. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll start it from with a week. Well, New Year's Day was a week, wasn't it? Yeah, a week. Roughly, New Year's yeah. Day was a week. So look back on that. So. New Year's Day played. I'm actually really close now to the um, the platinum trophy on um, Star Wars. Star Wars Angry Birds. It's a game mm. that I, I, can't, I started like maybe in 2014, 2013, or something, and I had no intention of ever really sort of uh, much just a pick up and play game really to to pass the time. And I and I didn't play it for years after sort of I f- first bought it and. Uh, Went back to it because I saw that I had a couple of uh, quite relatively easy trophies missing. So just trying to sort of get that completion rate up. And as um, I wore on, continued playing it, I realised actually I, I, I think I could probably get the plat on this. So I've done all the uh, missions. I've done completed all the worlds. And I've left myself one trophy left, which is just a um, 
a multiplayer trophy. But when I say multiplayer, it's not an online multiplayer. It can be done locally, just on my, just with two two controllers. And uh, that'll probably take about half an hour to 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 do that, which is just to get obtain all the power ups in in that. And I'm saving that one for the GTTSC contest for this wow. year, which uh, because that's it's a nice scoring um, platinum. That one, it's a fairly it's an ultra rare. So um, keeping that one back. Um, continuing with the campaign on Art of Rally, I think I spoke about that last time we were on, which is um, obviously almost like an isometric racing game. It's a bit, little bit in the style of Mantis Burn Racing, if only, if anybody has played played that. But it's uh, it's quite in depth. Um, it's based on real. It's got real cars, real life uh, locations, and it basically follows. You do a season. Each season is a year. So it starts from when rally driving first started, I think like in the 60s or 70s. And then it's the early part of it is you just do like one season might just be one rally of, of six stages. And then and then you finish that year, 1968, for example. And then you go on to the next year, 1969. And if every year you pass, the car's technology improves as it did over time. In reality, so you start driving faster cars, you start having different sort of uh, um, drifting as it comes into play. You have better braking, tra- tracks become a bit more bit more tricky. So it's a really good good idea concept for what they're doing. So I'm working my way through that as well at the moment. Um, then three games really that I've touched on. Um, one. I've been playing the last couple of days and it's more been about boosting than playing, I suppose, uh, which is, which is first class trouble, um, which was a game. I know that I think you, yeah, yeah. I played, I played that. That was a good one. Yeah. So I've been doing that with, um, friend of the show, MZ nitro, um, okay. and a couple of other guys from who's in our trophy hunters league, uh, discord group. Uh, and we've been doing that the last couple of nights, just trying to get the uh, the trophies because they're all boostable, and uh, I'm two trophies away from the the platinum in that one as well. Um, so that's that all. It's be- much better done and boosting than I've been trying this morning just to do a, a, it get the last uh, uh, two trophies in public matches. Um, the last two that I need is to play ten uh, ten rounds in the gardens and ten rounds in the personoid quarters the problem that you've got is when you're playing with in a public you get three venues or three locations to vote on to try and and obviously you need the majority to vote in the one you've done out probably about six or seven times i've got through to that stage in a public match this morning only once has everybody voted for where i would need to go We've we've ended up voting for a different area which isn't trophy related at all so that's been quite frustrating so it's it might just take a either one more little boosting session or it will take a longer time doing it in public matches um i as you know i picked up a um playstation portal over the christmas period and I was pretty skeptical about getting one in the first place when they were first announced, but I have to say I'm really, really impressed with um, what they do, um, how they are in terms of the, the connectivity and the there is very little input lag, albeit 
I'm only playing it um, on my, I've only played it in my home. Uh, I did take it to my parents' house, which is about six, seven miles away. And it did work fine. It did work okay, uh, but I didn't really give it, have time to, to give it a proper proper go on that. Um, but on the portal, I've been playing um, a game called Lego Builder's Journey, um, mm-hmm. which is a really chilled game. It's not a long game, but it's perfect for when you just want to sort of lie in bed and, and chill and uh, just have something to occupy yourself rather than trash TV, you know, with the wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've been, and, and, and so what I'm finding, so I've been playing that and I'm, I'm part, I've, I'm almost like, I'm only, th- I'm 31% of the trophies and you could probably knock this out in two to three hours it quite easily. Um, but I don't play it when I've got my PS5 open, I won't play it on my PS5 because I'm almost separating my games out between what I want to play on the PS5, the main TV, and then what I want to play on the portal. And I'm, I don't need to use the portal for multiplayer um, or fast-paced games. There's enough games that I've got or interested in that I'm going to be able to use the portal for and, and not suffer any uh, consequences if, if I do you know, get any input lag or, or whatever, or the connection isn't, isn't great. Um, so I've just been using the portal just to uh, just to do that one, and then a game I started yesterday, which is is a is a game that's on PS Plus Extra, um, called Cursed to Golf, and um, it's a slightly different take on the golf genre, um, but it's it's quite a lot of fun. You play as a as a golfer who has been struck by lightning on the 18th hole of the championship and has been is now caught between life and death in the aftermath and basically in golf purgatory so the only way you can get back to life is by completing an 18 hole course um which is obviously as you can imagine not on grass or sort of it's you know wreathed in obstacles and um right you know this you have to get you have to hit sort of trophies to increase the number of shots you get because you some of the shots you know can take anywhere between sort of 10 and 30 shots to get from the hole from the tee to the hole and but you can increase but there are power-ups um that you can use there are as i said trophies or, or ornaments you can hit which increase the number of shots that you get so if you hit a silver one and you get you increase your number of shots by two if you hit, increase it by hit the gold one you can increase it by four if you run out of shots so you could be on whatever hole it is you've got to finish 18 holes each hole is is separate and if you run out of shots you start with five at the um at the start if you run out that's your round over and you have to start again so if you run out of shots on Hole 17, for example, that's it. You're back to hole one. So each, so, so it could be a long grind. It could be multiple, but I think you can read in about the trophy guide. You can sort of save, have a backup save and, and quit out before it sort of, you, you know, if you, if it looks like you're not going to achieve it, quit out to the main menu and then you start that hole again. So there are ways to, uh, um, beat the system on that but uh but yeah it's quite it's quite an interesting take and it's, it's it looks like it could be quite addictive um quite a lot of fun and uh and yeah that's me wrapped up what i've been playing this week excellent excellent so um it almost sounds like a uh like a golfing roguelike <laughs> it is yeah i would it's exactly like that basically yeah that the is, holes are all different cool. they're never they're never they're never the same either so when you go back to the first hole, it's not like you can think, well, I remember what I did 
on the last one because the the first hole might be completely different. Gotcha. Gotcha. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I don't have too much to add to the, to the conversation today. Uh, as of the last couple episodes of the loot bros podcast and the Patreon content I did, I haven't played anything really different with the exception of I'm playing a little bit of vanquish on the PS3. Yeah. I've beaten it on the PS4, but I have never completed it on PS3. And uh, I believe I beat it a long time ago or played it a long time ago on Xbox 360. So um, amazing game. Absolutely. I think it's so awesome. So fun. Um, but then I've been playing uh, Exoprimal with my kids. Yeah. How's that then? Because I heard you talk about that in the last the last episode. It's good. It's good. My son has been playing it a lot when, like, without us. And he said that the story of what's going on is essentially it's an AI that has become sentient and has decided that it was going to kind of break itself free and, and, and kind of kill everybody, take over. And essentially what you do is you log into a simulation as you know, like, like army Marine ish, you know, soldiers with uh, these exosuits and you're trying to, I mean, the simulation, the AI is creating these, dropping in these hordes and hordes of dinosaurs. Mm. And it is learning your combat techniques, you know, how you overcome situations and things of that nature. And it's essentially, you know, kind of like, I'll just keep throwing you in these simulations and I'll learn everything about you. And then when you try to actually fight me, destroy me and my soldiers, I will know how to beat you and, and, and I'll know everything about how humans fight. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, the way it's, I will say this, it's fun to play. I don't know that it's fun to play by yourself. My son is enjoying it, but he loves these drop in multiplayer, you know, extraction objective games. Um, sometimes you're doing, um, so Gareth, the way it works is this PVE VP. So you're fighting against the environment, against the AI and waves and waves and waves of dinosaurs, which is fun. But then tangentially to that you're seeing like a red outline of the team that you're competing against and then when you get to the end objectives you know you compete against each other so that might be deathmatch that might be an escort mission where you escort like a like this data cube um to to the end uh it might be that you're fighting like your team a and team b it's like, oh, you have three objectives, three major dinosaurs you have to take down in the middle of these hordes. Whoever does it faster wins. So it's fun. It's interesting. Um, I enjoy playing it with my kids, and I think that's where I will solely play the game. Yeah. The, the trophies yeah. are very grindy, which is good because that'll be something that like we'll do over time. Uh, but the thing, the thing about it that I, that I think that Capcom needs to get a little bit of credit for is um, because there's some negatives. I'm gonna drop some negatives here in a minute. But like the game, the plays well. Like, it is fun to play, and it's a shooter. It's an online shooter, so it's like it's good. Like the the connectivity and the actual in you know moment to moment gameplay is fun. Um, there's multiple different mechs or exosuits rather, and and each one has different abilities. And even if you're playing the same class, like, let's say you're playing a healer class, which is what I play. Each one plays very different from each other, and you yeah. unlock tons of them. 
there's um, a skill tree that you can upgrade your stuff and there's co- tons of cosmetics and it's, it's interesting. And, it, and in 10, no, yeah, in 10 days, they're doing a monster hunter crossover. So there'll be a monster hunter world, monster hunter dinosaurs and monster hunter armor and stuff. So okay. um, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested to see how that's going to look. So it's, it's, it's been cool so far. As far as the negatives go, the UI is so cluttered. There's so much going on. And I got to be honest, sometimes I don't know like what I'm looking at. Like there's not like a direct, like here's the story part A, part B, part C, like where you're going next. Like there's always this one little square that you can click on that's like, or you can essentially quick play. And yeah. In between certain missions, you'll have like a cutscene that progresses the story. So from my understanding, as we're playing, it's like you play a certain amount of missions and then you unlock the next story beat. And then you play a certain amount of missions and you unlock the next story beat. And then there's this section you can go into in one of the menus where it's almost like a data wheel. And if you click on it, it, it seems to me like it's progressing options for the story, but I don't, I don't really know. So that's a little ugly. Um, and then there's a ton of, it, it, it navigates like destiny, almost like a PC kind of Corsair for like the menu. And that's annoying because sometimes I, I don't, a, I don't like what that feels and B sometimes like you'll do, um, like you'll, you'll say, I want to upgrade this, this and this, and then you'll go to, to change the menu and it X's you out and you don't, and then you gotta do it over. So also, a lot of the perks and power-ups sound the same or read the same. So it's like, what am I actually changing and what does it benefit me? So some of that stuff seems a little bit more complicated and busy than it needs to be. Uh, okay. But as for jumping in the game and then just playing, it's fun. And I'm playing with my kids, so that's fun. So we'll we'll just, you know, right now we're enjoying it. It is, uh, it's got some flaws for sure. And um, who knows what the... Uh, you never know like uh, this this monster hunter update that might they might do some you know some quality of life changes on the UI as well i i don't know and i don't know how the crossovers work so this could be really great it could be really bad or it could be like unaccessible <laughs> so yeah yeah <laughs> it's um it wasn't a game when it when it was first revealed i wasn't I was kind of like take it or leave it to be honest with you when I saw it. I, right, right. Yeah, I was but it's one of them also if it because I I either try or buy everything anyway. It's like I eventually yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd probably still end up picking it up and whether I play it or not is another matter, but it's uh, right. but probably would would give it a go. I think it, I I looked at it and I thought all the, I saw all those dinosaurs falling out of the sky and I thought you know is, is this the sort of game that I would typically play and, and it's probably not but Having said that, I'll, it's a shooter, so you know. All right, right. I'll, uh, well, I'll like, say this: um, I think that this game will end up on plus at some point in time. Yeah. So I would say if you're not interested in shooting waves of dinosaurs immediately, like then just wait. Yeah. Um, I I picked it up on sale, and right now we're very happy with our purchase. But I was looking for something to play with my kids. I know that this is the type of game that they want to play. Uh, they yeah. don't want to play long story-based games. They don't want to play multiplayer games like I like. So 
this fit their interests and therefore I was like I was willing to invest in it. So Yeah, well, that's ideal then, isn't it? That's what you yeah. that's what you want. And that's the that's kids today, isn't it? Really? That's why Fortnite's so popular and Right. 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 And that's kind of how this is. You drop in, it's instant gratification. There's a lot going on and you know, it's kind of, I won't say it's chill until the very end, but like you can just enjoy running around, killing dinosaurs, doing your thing. But what you see is the outline of the other team Mm. and you have the AI saying the other, the, the enemy team is completing objectives faster than you. So it puts pressure on you to like move quicker and, and work together. And so that's pretty interesting. And it, it works for the kids. It definitely works for their type of, you know, that type of gamer these days. So yeah, uh, like I said, I'm in for it. We'll see, you know, I'll continue to give honest feedback on it. And, you know, it also strikes me as the type of game that could get boring bef- way before the grind is, yeah. is done. Yeah. So if they don't keep the seasons interesting, this is a it's a possibility we will never platinum this game. Um, but it seemed the trophies so far seem pretty doable. You just got to play a lot. So as long That's as a, uh, not, not, a, not it's not bad to have one of those games on the on the go in the background anyway, is it? So right, uh, right, right, you, you know, you know, and that's and that's that's the thing. And this is one of those games that I think right now, if I'm playing it now casually, uh, when it comes GTTSC time, these trophies will start popping. And we'll see what they're worth. I'm hoping it goes to plus, really, yeah. because it was a Game Pass game. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yes. So I'm hoping it goes to plus eventually. And I'm I'm wondering if maybe around a big season or content drop, it'll go over there. So as soon as they announced the Monster Hunter thing, they um they whatchamacallit, uh They it went on sale, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, because you'd bought it and then it, and the day after yep. it went on sale or something. Yeah. So yeah, is there anything else you've been playing as well? Um, that and I've been playing a little bit of Earth Defense Force on the Vita. That's pretty oh, yeah. much. That's pretty much me. You know, nothing crazy. Haven't been really getting into into too much. So, um. What I want to do, uh, Gareth, and I don't know, we haven't talked about this beforehand. Did you have like a big breakdown or a big plan um, that you wanted to go down, almost like a year-end uh, so, write-up? Um, what I, I mean, obviously, I did the write-up anyway for the for the year-end, uh, and I kind of almost started it as doing a weekly, almost like the same style as what I've done the weekly, and... Um, you probably, if you'd read it, it sort of kind of changed a, a third of yeah. the way through, and it was, um, it was almost like talking about uh, how people have performed at various points in the year. So, obviously, when I first set this up last year, I hadn't anticipated necessarily um, doing that. So, for for example, this year, what I'm doing is with the number of stats that I'm keeping, I'm able to, I'm keeping track of notable things that would be worth talking about at the end of the year where sort of you know how people have performed at certain parts you know whether they whether there was a late you know a surge at some point in the year where they sort of either dipped or or sort of picked up um so i didn't i haven't sort of got the stats based on on that for the 2023 however i can talk about um 
from what I remember and what I've got in my head about where people are, which is fairly comprehensive, to be honest with you, because um, I've, I've got a pretty good, having looked at this sheet for every week for a, for a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where everyone has been and what they've done and, and how it sort of the, the table changed over the course of the year. Um, and then once we've done that, we can go into rarest trophies Cool, cool. Well, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm going to let you kind of do your recap. Yeah. And uh, you have the floor and, you know, just kind of rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, obviously for these audio updates that we've, that we've done in the past, uh, I've typically started at the, the bottom of the table. Um, so I won't deviate from that for this end of year recap. So, but in finishing, this is obviously all finished now, 2023, all done and dusted. So finishing in last place where he had remained all season long is uh, one plat Zach, the bearded nerds, as known by the spreadsheet. He had 14 points. Um, I don't think he played plays. I think his rarest trophy of the whole year was um in slay the spire which was a 35.31 percent rarity i think that he earned a trophy back in july so um his biggest increase was in uncommon trophies as a sixth um if you're not putting put it on the playstation you're obviously not going to score are you so um yeah he's ended up sort of main playing on pc and xbox um but finished uh rock boss um Kali finished in place um she had 77 points and increased her that tally by three in a week again this time with her rarest trophy albeit uh rarer than zach's at nine point percent um she was playing towards the end of the year which gained her a few points increase but so she finished on on 77 points at 25th place was a new entrant into the season, probably halfway through, maybe even slightly later than that, which was Big Bernadob. Uh, and um, he is in the 2024 edition as well, same as Kali, albeit he hasn't earned a trophy since December, I thought, back, back end of November. He did make it into the tr- um, rarest trophies of the week once, um, and that was his rarest trophy of all, and that was in Stranded Deep, which was the platinum trophy on that so he finished on 229 points which was five legacy points in the in that final week um in 24th was uh tross and tross had 270 so he was a good 50 odd points ahead of um big bernadab his rarest trophy was in burn it all in Yu-Gi-Oh! Masuel at 7.54 percent 23rd place I didn't even realise that this uh, Darth Knight uh, was actually David Bray within the trophy looting group. So until just before we kicked off the 2024 edition of this rarity uh, event, but he finished on 289 points, so 16 points ahead of Tross. Um, he started playing the new Ark um, survival game, Descended. That was his rarest trophy of the week, like the final week, his rarest. Um, trophy of the competition overall was also the stay alive trophy which is the platinum trophy and stranded deep obviously a couple of them there when that stranded deep glitch was going on 22nd place was departed 570 he had his um 
after his na- name change sort of debacle he and re- reverting changing it then reverting back uh, eventually he finished on 305 points a nine point increase in the week um his rarest trophy is probably a little bit misleading because it, it was spider-man 2 but uh as you probably aware i keep mentioning it he he plays the brand new releases a lot of the time and then that trophy would have become more common um over time but it was a home run one which was at the time when he achieved it was 7.93 percent that'll be significantly higher at this stage now um unfortunately i didn't keep his previously uh rare which is a uh, something i'll learn from um in 21st place is jared uh stink palm he had 16 increase in the week, taking him to a total of 494 points. Rarest trophy was an ultra rare in uh, four guys, and um, which was called Trackstar. Um, his rarest of the week was the ends in American Hero, 32.35. He was 10 points behind uh, Sadak. Um, Sadak had a four point increase thanks to legacy trophies. Taking him to 594 points, I'd say 10 point, it was 100 points, 594 to 494. Um, his rarest trophy was in Nidhogg 2 at 362 points. It's ultra rare there. Um, unfortunately, Sadak um, isn't, I, I think he's finished, he's not playing on the PlayStation, so he isn't in the 2024 competition. He, he hadn't earned a trophy since September, um, which is a shame, but. Um, Nevertheless, he still did well to finish in 20th, despite not playing for nearly a third of the year. Uh, 19th place was uh, the Kamish, JT. Rarest trophy, again, that would be more, would have increased um, over time, but at the time that he earned it was a 2.28%, and that was in Hogwarts Legacy. 630 overall, uh, 13-point increase in without scoring a trophy uh again, another person who's decided not to um not to continue due to other game commitments on other platforms um and he also did win congratulations to jt actually as well because he did um end up winning the uh gift card um for getting a 35 day streak he was the only one that was able to um to do that and it, obviously rather than a PSN I did give him the option of uh, choosing a steam one which he uh, he did take in the end so uh, so that was JT finishing in 19th um, the 18th was Riley um, there was Riley also didn't earn a trophy that week there was that was probably the highest number of non-earned people not earning trophies but that's understandable given people's uh, commitments over the christmas and new year period anyway but he had 671 final points uh a nine point increase in the in the week and his rarest trophy of the year was um cosmic completionist in borderlands the pre-sequel at 5.15 percent homer gets stuffed uh, so he had uh, one of his strongest weeks so homer typically scored around sort of anywhere between 10 and 20 points usually uh, in a week and then he would chuck in several weeks of sort of 50 60 70 points uh, which have really aided his score he had 910 points he finished with 69 in the 
week and his rarest trophy literally came in the final of the year uh, of the and for uh, and the platinum in platinum there to get um and obviously that would have boosted his score significantly that's 1.78 so 10 points for the trophy um when 16th place is um California Wayne, so we're getting into the people who now have um, made it into four figures. He was another person who joined the competition late. Um, 1,087 points in total, 62 for the week. Um, and again, it's another one who earned their rarest trophy of the year in the final week. He, he earned his for uh, crypt, Cryptozoologist in GTA 5 at 2.2%. Uh, they were actually, sorry, Homer's and uh, Wayne's were the two rarest trophies of the of the week as well. Um, so he fin- yeah, as I said, he finished on one thousand eighty seven points. Couldn't quite catch uh, Tricky, who finished in fifteenth. Um, Tricky, yeah, finished in fifteenth. Didn't quite make it the fifth in, to the fifth spot. He thought he would do it in the early part of the. Week. I think we genuinely thought he would have not. I don't know. It's open to debate, but I think there was enough. Uh, Opposition to those claims uh, to, to suggest it wasn't re- an unrealistic um, idea of his, but you know he finished on uh, one thousand one hundred ninety three point spot, a thirty point increase in the final week, um, and his rare trophy. I do, it's interesting. So he he would have been so he didn't actually increase his well he increased his ultra rares by three, but that's that would be another ultra rares becoming rarer. Um, Sorry, very rare is becoming ultra rare. They didn't actually an ultra rare last year, so um, maybe a aiming goal for him to go for this year. Uh, Dupes finished in fourteenth place. So sort of much promise in the early part of the year. He'd he'd started off really well in the top three for quite a while. Um, he would be up and down because of the decay he used to have, and um, by playing new games. Um, so he would he would score high, and then he would have a quite a significant drop the following week if he wasn't able to sort of maintain those scoring levels. Um, and obviously that hindered his progress in the league. Um, but he did have a good week. He scored uh, sixty three points, uh, leaving him one thousand five hundred twenty one points overall. So it's a fair, a, a sizable gap between him and Tricky. It's um, part of what's that three hundred points. 30 points difference between the two his rarest trophy of the week was in cod modern warfare 3 but his rarest trophy overall was in octopath traveler and at 5.87 percent uh mr tmnt so joseph Priestley managed his highest scoring week of the whole competition uh in the final week he had 101 points um which is a really good effort and, the, and it was the third highest score of the week that moved him above Duke. And he ended up with 1,564 points. Um, his rarest trophy of the year was uh, Watch Me Work in NBA 2K23, which was a 2.67% um, rarity, so an ultra rare there. So, phone um, calling. In 12th place was 
MZ Nitro. Um, MZ Nitro had 43 points overall. Um, sorry, 43 points for the week. 1,607 overall. His rarest trophy was a very good one in the which was the Platinum Trophy in Deep Rock Galactic. Um, so, like, um, which was a 0.68% or 0.65%. Gotta love those rare platinums. Yeah, so I'm just, I, was, I was getting myself uh, Yeah, no, uh, right, okay. So I, so I was getting myself mixed up. I was sure that Nitro had um, platinumed it last year, and he then um, it must be. But I, I remember seeing a post yesterday from him in Deep Rock Galactic. And it, that must be DLC that he achieved uh, that that trophy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah I'm pretty so positive he, he platinumed it in 2023. Yeah, that's right. I've just checked, and yeah, I can see that he did platinum that. So uh, yeah, it must have been DLC he got yesterday or the before. So he's back to 100 percent on that now. So so Nitro uh, finishing well uh, in 12th spot. Um, in 11th spot was Corey, uh, the grounded gamer. And he had 23 points in that final week, a total of 1,649, so just uh, 42 points ahead of MZ. It was always a bit of a battle between them. Um, it was Corey, Yield, Nitro, and CJ were all battling it out, sort of uh, those positions. But um, his rarest trophy was, again, one that would have sort of in, um, increased over time, which was in Hogwarts Legacy, 3.22. But I, I suppose w- one thing that I've learned from is when people were platting, uh, sorry, achieving trophies in new games, the rarity was low. What And I'd obviously overwritten what they'd previously what, what I should do is keep a, a backup rarest trophy for those anything off new games. Um, because obviously, especially ones that are likely to increase over time. So I'm because I'd overwritten it, I wasn't sure what is uh, you know, that's probably not as rare as that he done over. So that's something I sort of will take on board for this year anyway. Um, Yield made it into the top ten, and he's his rarest trophy was also the platinum in Deep Rock Galactic. He one thousand six hundred seventy eight points. So again. Three of them finished in the, within a hundred, with, well, within sort of seventy-one points of each other. Um, he didn't earn a trophy in that final week, but he did manage to, um, as I said, finish on six, seven, eight overall and get into the top ten, which is you know some achievement. Okay. Um, okay. CJ finished ninth. Um, He's started to pick up some good scoring weeks. He had a good scoring week of first week of the 2024 rarity, but he had 75 points in this final week of the 2023 version, giving him 1,814. So he sort of pulled away from the pack, the chasing pack there. His rarest trophy was an EA Tour at 9.85%. Next was yourself, Daryl, in eighth. Um, hey, hey, hey. You had 23 points in the final week. Uh, you managed to break the 2,000 point. Yeah, so 2,134 overall. Uh, rarest trophy was also enough to get you in the rarest trophies of the year as well. Uh, place. 
which was Valkyrie in Nidhogg. Um, nice. So, and you managed that. That was for winning 100 games through matchmaking. So, that's quite a great thing. Now, now, now before, before you go too far, uh, I was uh, thinking about this. Um, I had my, <laughs> I think that last stretch of hours before you turned it off. Yeah. I had my PlayStation offline. Did you, did it count my Metal Gear trophies or did they not yes. even matter? No, no, no. I did they were in, Yeah, the Metal Gear ones were okay. in. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember reading it and I was like, oh, dang, I'm offline. Because what was happening was my kids were all trying to play Jackbox or something with their friends yeah. and they needed to use my profile. Well, I just have I have the disc version of this is why you stay physical, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I had the disc version of Metal Gear, so I just went offline and let them use my profile, and I kept the uh, you know the disc in. So, I, uh, but I never flipped it back over because they had friends over for the weekend. So yeah. I just didn't know. So not that it mattered because I didn't get the platinum or anything. But. No, is that something you do? You think you'll go for the platinum next time uh, on that game? I th- I think I will. I originally I said I didn't know, um, but I did set up my my save points so I can jump back in and and you know do various things that I need to. Yeah. Um, for the trip, so I think I will. It just really depends on how. If we were in GTTSC right now, I would do it. Yeah. Right now, because it's fresh and and you know, I'm not like fumbling the controls again. Um. So I don't know. Maybe I will. We'll see. I, but I feel, I feel, I'm leaning more towards yes than no. There's two trophies that might make me not want to do it. But uh, for the most part, everything else, this, most of what's left, I'm going to get. So if I don't get the platinum immediately, I'll definitely get, you know, 80, 90% for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, uh, they're always typically pretty difficult. Well, pretty grindy plats, aren't they? Sort of the Metal Gear yeah. ones. Um, certainly four and five um have been i've not with yeah. any so um i think two is as well on the vita um but yeah it's uh I th- I th- i'll get around to them at some point whether i'll plant them as is another question um they're fun to play man i i just even for the nostalgia of it it's so fun to play so i think that um you know it, it, I, I would recommend anyone our age, especially who kind of maybe grew up with those games or started with those games, or I, I would just recommend playing them. They're so good and they're so corny, but like in a good yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, the dialogue and whatnot. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's part of the charm of a minute. I oh think. yeah. Um, so where were we? So, so seven, six and seventh place was uh, that was quite interesting. Come towards the end because it was it was Diego finishing in seventh place and Alex finishing in sixth place. And there was only 20 points between them and 2858 and 2878. And they also both went for it because they both scored the two highest scores of the week and still were only four points within each other of that. So Alex scored 132 points in the final week and Diego scored 128 points. So they both went for it, uh, and Alex sort of, thanks to the lead he'd already built up in the early parts of the competition, was able to hold on to sixth spot. Um, but as we know, Diego, he'll be a 
he'll be a challenge this year for anybody. I think uh, mm-hmm. the way he sort of finished the back end of the year, and also he's, I think he's started this year with the highest score as well. Um, he's got a good chance of sort of uh, taking the title for this year. For this year, yeah. we call those uh, sweaty tryhards here in the states. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so. So yeah, I mean, his rarest trophy was the was the platinum in binary domain at one point one nine percent. But I think that doesn't, you know, he had a he had a large he had the third highest number of ultra rare trophies overall um, in terms of increase. So he was, you know, that's how he plays. He'll play to completion, uh, and it doesn't seem to matter how hard the, the game or challenges or how grind it is or how many online trophies there are. He, he mm-hmm. sets his mind to it. He'll, he'll platinum the game. Um, Alex ended up scoring also, a, he had his, um, his rare trophy was 0.62%. So he finished actually in the top five rarest trophies of the year as well. Uh, one place above you in third place and, and only 0.1% different. It's um Zero point six three percent for hitting NFL Blitz, um, his rarest trophy. Um, and he, game. yeah, so yeah, and he as I said he finished two eight seven eight. So a good effort there from from Alex. Um, I finished in fifth. I managed to just get over the three thousand point mark. I had sixty four in the final week. My rarest trophy was in um, a game called Hawken, um, which was point nine seven percent. It's a pretty easy game to boost to be honest with you for some ultra rare trophies um and we me me and rick did it actually for the um rainers game um which was a discord run game that over the course of last back end of last year um so i finished on 3025 i was 220 points behind stylin um who again joined slightly late but obviously his the way he plays is different to anybody else his he a lot of it was simulators and and predominantly train sim world games he had the highest number of ultra rare increase 165 um ultra rare increase on his total tally um which was a you know that's, that's 1650 points alone in this competition just for his ultra rare that's crazy <laughs> so yeah, so he's uh, he smashed that, and and a lot of the time he would his his ultra rares would increase week on week, even without him playing, um, because of the DLC. All it would take is one extra person to buy ain of a piece of DLC in the Train Sim World game, and then that would increase the rarity. And because there's not that many people seem to buy all of the DLC, it has a bigger effect on the percentage um, on the rarity side of things. So. Um, it's not like, you know, if you wanted to increase the rarity of Spider-Man 2, for example, you'd need thousands and thousands of people to, to right. do that. But because of Train Sim World, you know, the DLC, you, when you look at on, on PSMP, there's only a handful, literally sometimes even single-figure digits of people having it, and eight, nine, ten owners. And um, if another two buy that, that's 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 20% difference, you know, if two don't, haven't achieved it, so... So that makes a so he's obviously done well and, sc- and scored well from that and taken fourth spot. Uh, top three was so third was Redbeard Rick. Uh, he had three thousand six hundred fifty three points. Um, he had sort of tailed off towards the end of the year, um, 
and sort of leap, limped over the line. It looked at one stage like it would be a three-way battle uh, for the top. But um, unfortunately, that wasn't the case for him. But he did already done enough in the early part of the year to sort of comfortably secure third third place. There wasn't really any danger of him missing out on that. His rarest trophy came in uh, Capcom Arcade, Arcade Stadium, 0.69%. Which brings us to the top two. Both surpassed the 4,000 point marks. So There's a massive achievement for both of them in that. Um, so in second was Mies Goats a lot. He increased by 65 points, getting to 4194. A rarest trophy again in um, Capcom Arcade Stadium. Uh, same as Rick. Um, and George led for a large part of the year and he'd sort of exploited some game, Minecraft, I think it was, it was The Sims 4 he did as well. So he'd built up a, a hefty lead at one stage. Um, and then he sort of, I think, ran out of games that he could sort of boost or uh, or, or sort of get cheap, cheaper trophies, cheaper, rarer trophies. And um, and he fell in like He still scored well, because obviously he had to, to get to over 4,000 points. But ultimately... Uh, the, where the difference was made was Marky Fraser, who came and took the title. Um, he had 4,481. So in the end, he won it by sort of 290 odd points. Um, the difference being really the ultra rares. So he had 120, 122 compared to George's 51. Um, and he, you know, those... You know, the 700 odd points difference there, but it just in the ultra rares, which is obviously where he uh, gained his victory. A lot of the other stats are, are closer, um, you, you know, because I think the ultra rares 187 to sorry, very rare 187 to 213 in favor of George, 550 to 500 in rares in favor of um, Fraser. George had almost double his amount of uncommon, so literally it comes down to the ultra rares, and uh, and that's where the points are if you can if you can get them, and that's where people do what the, the and which will so well done to I'll, I'll come on to twenty twenty four in a moment, but that but well obviously well done to to Marky Fraser did really 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 well to come back. I think he st- started the season quite slow and just ploughed through the field in the end, and once he took sort of top spot. There was no stopping him. He he didn't. Uh, I don't think he dropped a position that place from once he sort of got into the lead. He sort of stayed there for the rest of the year, which was from from about the summertime, I think it was. So, um, yeah, that and that's in a in a summary. That was the twenty twenty three contest. Um, the rarest trophies of the of the year. We could just touch on those. So MZ found his way into. Um, I've, actually, first, I better um, put a caveat to the rarest trophies. If two people earned the same trophy, it was the f- person who earned it first made their. Oh, so okay. what I didn't want to do is to have five trophies all the same, you know, because people were able to sort of spam a cheaper trophy or whatever, you know. So, uh, so that's why Nitro made his way into the top five because he got the platinum in D Rock Galactic first before Yield did. Uh, yourself in in fourth place with Valkyrie and Nidhogg, which is 100 games through matchmaking. Alex in third for NFL Blitz for Brains, which was ride the back of an on-fire WR with a zombie fantasy character. 
So that sounds quite specific. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that was the trophy, but I have that game. Ah, uh, right. So, well, yeah, there we go. So you might be able to get a good 10 points on this year. <laughs> um, Rick was second for his uh, Capco Master, which was Reach Class 20 Capco Master. And Marky Fraser did the double. He, he, he um, earned the rarest trophy of the year for the hero we deserve in Injustice Gods Among Men, which was reaching level 100. So, which is hard to do. Very hard to do. So he's uh, yeah, a, a worthy winner, shall we say, of both contests, both the league table and the rarest trophy of the year. So well done to... Uh, well done to Mark Fraser. I, I plan on getting that trophy this year, but that's a lot. <laughs> that is a that's a heavy one. I, I keep, every time I turn it on, I go, "I'm going to do that this year." What, then, like, like the Arkham Knight one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was very disappointed with myself the other day when I was like reading out the trophies that I was missing because in my mind I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't have that many left," and then I pull up PSN profiles. After I say that out loud, I'm like, wait a second. There's more. I'm missing way more than I thought I was. Not that yeah. it matters. I, most of them, you know, you get all at the same time because it's, it's you have to get all those stupid Riddler trophies. But yeah, definitely. And then, I think with the, uh, the Arkham games, it's the takedown, you know, the free flow takedowns. That I, it's, that's always prevented me from doing the Arkham Asylum one and the Arkham City one. I just haven't got the patience to keep doing it over yes. and over. Yes. Yes. Um to try it. So um but that's yeah in 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 a nutshell that was 2023 and we actually kicked off 2024 quicker than what I thought I was going to. I sort of um was probably going to leave it a week or but I managed to get things sorted and set up and ha- organized how I wanted to organize it this year. Sort of learned from a couple of things that uh, worked well and, and things that I could improve um, from from this from last year to, to this year and I wanted to increase it's the number of sort of stats that I can because it'll make for a better and more interesting um, topic conversation the more sort of more stats I've got and it, it doesn't actually take a time to, to, to compile them to be honest with you so, so th- have you had chance to look at the um the new spreadsheet as it were for the 2020 uh, i did i did now i saw it before every there was there was anything on it so it was okay. just just the blank spreadsheet yeah so obviously there is so what i so for those that haven't to to look at it yet when you obviously i always post the link to the spreadsheet on the in the trophy looting group under it in under any rare write-up it's pinned in the discord channel for uh on the loot bros discord and um it's also pinned in the featured tab on the trophy looting group as well so within that spreadsheet you've now there are three tabs along the bottom which now anybody can access and and check so within there you've got the tab one is now the the divisions and as as you know they've they've split from division there was now a division one division two with a um promotion and relegation feature which so there's six months and then we the bottom three from the top division go down the top three go up and then we start sit the set sorry the second part of the half the year and we'll just continue it like that so the second page um i'm just trying to pull it just going to pull it up myself 
Um, there it is. The second tab is probably the most interesting one in terms of for individuals. The um, what I'm tracking there is obviously the rarest trophy of the week um, for everybody. The rarest trophy of the year. The platinums earned by month. So on the left hand side, every time somebody earns a platinum, that will go into that into that column there. Um, but that will that will be taken out each month, so it doesn't get too long. So it, so when January comes, I'll delete that section and the start of February and so on. Um, I'm tracking for the year the number of platinums earned by each individual, which is on the right hand side. So at the bottom. So at the, at the moment, you can see there's one, two, three, four, five. I think there's five or sorry, six platinums have been earned so far this year. Um, I'm also tracking the number of times somebody makes it into the rarest trophies of the week. So obviously, I can better sort of compile, you know, to see when people have made it for a first time or a, it's their 50th time or whatever it is, you know, to see who's the, the best achievers on that. Um, and then there's a platinum of the month. Um, which there'll be an award for that. So the person who has achieved that for each month will have the name against each of those months that is, that's there. And and that will be made up of the thing that I sampled, showed you, sent to you. Right. And that will go out sort of each, each month, really. Um, and then there'll be a vote by players to decide what they think is, it doesn't, the platinum of the month and it doesn't have to be as i said the rarest it doesn't have to be the longest it doesn't have to be the grindest it doesn't have to be the hardest it's about what you think as an individual is even most impressive or oh, i really like to add that one to my collection you know something that you know that appeals to you about why that would be platinum of the month you know so it's so we haven't just got a list of the rarest trophies uh, or rarest platinums and there are some good early contenders already for, for January when you look at the uh so when you look at the the list of platinums that we've already got this uh this year well, given that we're in the first week is we've got Marvel's Midnight Suns uh RoboCup Rogue, Rogue City Assassin's Creed Mirage Red Dead Redemption 2 Vengeful Guardian Moonrider which is one I've not heard of and um good old CJ with The Grinch Christmas Adventures so, <laughs> um, and then th then there's also a third tab which i added sort of afterwards and anybody who wants now and this will be good because the reason i added this third tab is because it will invoke conversation either at a midpoint or towards the end of the year certainly for, maybe for you or any of the others is that i'm keeping a list of all those platinums achieved by an individual over the whole course of the year so if people wanted to look back and say oh well, what platinums did i get last year all they have to do is go onto that sheet go to their name and there will be a list of all the platinums that you've done this year so you've got the number and you've got the name of the game that you've got there so it, just in one sort of easy uh rather than you know you don't have to go to psmp psmp to scroll through your, your platinums and that is just there all on one sheet so there's quite a lot there to to take in it's it's worth obviously checking the, the divisions uh i think they're easier to read this time because i've separated out the rarest trophy of the week and, and year for individuals um with the percentage rarity next to it 
Um, but yeah, the, the, I noticed the obviously the bottom of that table is of Division One is the entire GTTSE team. It's me. Well, Rick is bottom. I'm, yeah. I'm in your third part. So. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. And I was no, like, that yep. doesn't, doesn't bode well. So uh, <laughs> that's um, okay. We'll get it. So, we had a we had a slow. We're, we're going to say we had a slow start. Yeah, uh, and and I thought I'd done all right because I, I knew that I'd earned an ultra rare trophy towards the, uh, the you know on New Year's Day in that angry bird, but I lost five five. Uh, trophies that from my rare which was 15 points became sort of uncommon so that was a straight away a 10 point deficit um so i'd only earned sort of seven points overall when you look at um diego getting 95 points george misco got, got 78 even and joe joseph Priestley got 78 points as well so he's he's fine so there's some surprises in there um yeah Alex is at their yields up there. And, um, but, and this is the reason when you look at the tally, the tables now, um, this is the reason that I introduced the, the two division tier is when you look at the points that overall points that have been scored, you can see, so the top point score in division two was 41 points. Now 41 points, if you were in division one, only gets you to seventh place out of 14. So, the reason for doing it is obviously um, to to offer up server competition for yeah. everybody feels sort of involved or um, isn't lagged behind. You look at that switch on two, three, four, five, six. So there's eight people who still who only scored six figure digits in that two. So there's um, well, a. I think. I think your spreadsheet is amazing. I think the amount of detail and the amount of work you've put in this is absolutely incredible, uh, Gareth. And I think that um, <clears throat> it really does encourage people to participate. I think that the stats, the breakdowns, all that stuff is very, very cool. And uh, that's a lot of people involved. I mean, that's a that's a good that's a good amount of people to to go. And so the competition is what's exciting to me. You know, just kind of having that, you know, that community. It's like, wow, man, I'm like looking at what these guys are doing. And I've got your spreadsheet brought up on one of my monitors. Yeah. And it just stays there. Like it's, (laughs) so I've got like my spreadsheets for work and then I've got this one just kind (laughs) of up there. So, And it can be used, so you can use the stats if, you know, for when you want to do something on your backlog beatdown, there might be some stats there you can use to, um, to, to, you know, to incorporate or to use on however you see fit as well. So, and, we 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 did get there's three one two there was four new newcomers to the league three of which came from uh, the PlayStation UK community um, that was the, the the guy leading Dodge Williams um, Crook 09 and Pee Wee ITFC they were both they all, all those three came from the PlayStation UK community Ifrit um, Hellfire Kate was one of Darth Knight's mates who he'd recommended it to so. Word sort of gets about, um, obviously it's difficult to, it'd be difficult to do any more because obviously the more people you've got right. work it sort of takes. So it's obviously I've got to start cap it somewhere and see um, it's, it's manageable at the moment. But, you know, that's four, four out of the five at the top of that division two are all, are all newcomers as well. So that's encouraging to see. Um, Absolutely. 
but yeah. And the, so. the cool thing is too, being that this is a little more competitive than probably some things out there is that like, you know, if there's a season where someone just isn't participating or isn't performing, you know, Hey, you're, you're out and the next guy's in. So yeah. you could always, yeah. you could have your cap. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's right. And it's, um, and, but again, it's, you know, I'm not expecting people to this to be the main focus. If people game how they want to game, and I'm, that's absolutely fine. If they score points, they score points. If you don't score, you don't score. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's. Um, I know that some people have, you know, said that they don't like the, it, the, the competitive element of it, um, and didn't want to be part of it. But you know, it's, you know, the, for me, it's the. Um, I enjoy that aspect of it and I enjoy the stat tracking and I enjoy the uh, seeing where I, you know, inc- the increase and, and knowing what I'm going to be doing with this, which is the reason we do those competitions in the first place, mm-hmm. you know, GTSC right. and various others. But um, the, other, the other thing to note is obviously is the uh, common bonus points. So um, I am doing those. So that's a rarity of 50.01 and 80%. And it's a maximum of, so 10 trophies. So the good thing about that, why that's not too bad to keep track of is I can look at that at any point in the week of somebody's trophy. I like CJ who plays a lot of, of games each day and earns a lot of trophies each day. I could look say on a Wednesday and if I can count 10 trophies that are sort of around the 60 odd percent mark, I can, I can quickly nip on the spreadsheet and just put, I know he's already achieved those bonus points for that week. So, right. so I don't need, so I can, it's, so things like that and the platter, adding the platinums in, I can do during the week and which is what I did last week and, uh, don't need to worry about it. And, and, you know, then it just breaks it up a bit rather than all in one, one hit. Um, so I know Tricky had mentioned that he had some concerns about how it could be exploited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I, that was the reason I put the cap on the common trophies to be honest with you. So it couldn't be exploited to be honest with you. And the worst case scenario is somebody earns five, an extra. It's a maximum of five points. It's capped at five points. So those five points aren't going to make much of a difference to anybody real, realistically um, over a course of half a year. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not too worried about that. If it, you know, and, and and what I don't know why you would exploit it because there isn't. There's nothing. You know, we're not talking people earning thousands of dollars or thousands of pounds or even anything really from, from there's nothing to exploit it for there's nothing there's no purpose or benefit really to do it. it's just a bit of fun to to have yeah. whilst you're gaming so uh but everyone knows what he's like he always he looks for an angle and, oh my uh, gosh every he spends more time looking for any sort of crack in a game than playing and it's yeah. like hey man you know you could have got you could earn those those bonus points in the time you took to, to come with that but that's why we love Tricky because <clears throat> he always needs concessions and there's always exceptions. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, that's where, so that's the, um, the crux of it. And, um, obviously I hope everyone enjoys it. If you've got any questions then obviously feel free to, to ask away, um, recommendations give, I know that some people, but bear in mind, cause I've had some people have asked for various things, but, you've got to bear in mind the time element, you know, I work full time. I've got a family and other commitments with other things. So it's difficult to try and fit everything in. So, um, um, but like I said, I'll do what I can. And, and, but yeah, everything that I'm, that I'm doing at the moment is achievable um, in terms of timing. 
So yeah, we'll just we'll keep it going. Uh, this oh. season will finish the end of June. So have that date. It'll be literally the the last week of June is when that's this the first the current season will finish. So and we listen and bear that in mind. Um, you'll see, and then each month has said to, to Daryl, uh, there's going to be a vote for the platinum of the month, which I'm sort of creating something um, to highlight those people who have earned platinums in each in each of those months, and that will come out. Um, yeah, at the end, towards the end, or at the end, probably. Heck yeah. And then what we'll do is, you know, uh, you and I have been talking kind of off off the mic about getting together, you know, weekly, bi-weekly, as many times of a month as we can. Yeah. And not to just talk about this, but we will definitely cover it, you know, throughout the year. Um, but we're going to talk games. We're going to talk shop. We're going to, you know, just kind of collaborate and have a good time. Yeah. Um, but when those third trivia of the months come up, we can, we can have, you know, a little segment on the show. So, Hey, this is uh yeah, this is the platinum of the month. So that's, that's gonna be cool, man. So I really appreciate all the work you've put into this. I think that that is, it's above and beyond awesome. So, uh, and I am currently working on my, uh, bonus points for common trophies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Make sure they're, sure they're blown. It's a surprise. I'll tell you what, when having looked at that, um, of those trophies, having looked, you know, when I've been calculating them for everybody last week, I did it on, uh, Saturday evening was when I did the update and the amount of people that missed out, not, not for any fault, they don't know, but I was, couldn't believe the amount of trophies that were at like 80.02 or 80.07 or something like that, you know, so close to sort of, but not, but not quite. The reason where Tricky might think it could be exploited is it all depends on the time that I take the, that right common. But I, there has to be a cutoff somewhere, do you know what I mean? So it has right. to be. If I, what I'll try and do is all the bonus points at one single time. It, where I said with CJ, I can look. I know that if they're in their 60s, I know that there's not going to be enough of a swing either way below to 50 or above 80 in, in the space of a couple of days, you know, that it's going to change. If there is something that's on the cusp of going from, say it was on 51%, I would probably not count that one until the very end of the week in case that changes because that could then count as a one point rather than a, I don't want to count it twice, you see. So, um, but um, yeah, so it's just the case. Yeah. So that's where, as I said, you've got to be aware of what's, what trophies uh, you're going for. But like I said, there there isn't much of an exploitation. I've got to have a, I've got to have a marker somewhere. Um, I can't right. for sort of um, decay. I can't go back to a trophy in case it's increased its rarity or decreased it. I just don't. It'd be impossible to track that. So it's literally I've got to do, like, say, here's you, here's the cutoff. This is where I'm going to be taking it. And because it, I can't give a because of time constraints and other commitments, I can't say I do the update at three o'clock every Saturday afternoon. That's just impossible. To, I, it, I do it when I do it, but it's the same for everybody. And that's, that never is. That's just what they've got to accept. Um, yep. Yep. And that's the, that's the beauty of it. It's a bonus. You don't yeah. rely on a bonus. Yeah. You don't rely on a bonus with your own income. You know? Yeah. It is in fact a bonus. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, guys, Hey, I won't keep you too much longer. I know we both have to go back to work, but I did want to end it real quick with a recommendation. Um, this is something in 2024 I'm going to do more and more of. It's something I started doing as a segment on 
the Patreon content. And then now, you know, we're always kind of tossing things back and forth to each other um, in our messaging groups and stuff. <clears throat> and one of the things that you have uh, inspired me to do more is, is get back into watching more films. I love movies and I love good films. And I, my, you know, I don't know if I've ever said this to you specifically, but we owned a, like what we called a video rental store. Yeah. Um, growing up, we had movies, we had games, we had all kinds of stuff in there. And that's, I grew up with that. So like putting in a movie or a film before I go to bed, you know, watching the latest, greatest, whatever I grew up very much in, in that. And then as I got, when I got married, my wife doesn't like watching movies. So I've really over the years trailed off and fallen out. So these past few weeks I've tried to, you know, one or two films a week. You just kind of like, you know, she goes to bed before I do. And I stayed up last night and I watched a film on Netflix called triple frontier. Have you ever heard of that one? I've watched it. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. I I really enjoyed that. I'm a huge, uh, Ben Affleck fan, as you all know. And, you know, I was kind of between three or four, you know, movies last night and I saw that Pedro Pascal was in it and Charlie, uh, Hunnam, I think is this how you say his last name? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know what? I like all those dudes. Let's go. And it definitely did not turn out the way I expected. And I was like, you know what? That was good. I enjoyed it. So um, Netflix, Triple Frontier. So yeah. it's a good one. Yeah, no, I would uh, second that. It was, uh, I enjoyed it as well. Um, and I, I was looking, I, I track my films. I don't know if you do as well, but I, I record them on an app every time I've watched it. Uh, and the app's called Letterboxd. Um, only because I get through, when I'm flicking through Netflix or Amazon Prime or Disney Plus, whatever it might be, um, I've sometimes, the amount of times that I find myself thinking, have I watched that or not? And I'll tell you, the, and I'll tell you, there's two examples that I'm not sure that, because I don't want to necessarily rewatch, that I was looking through. One of them is um, The Conjuring and, and you know, all uh-huh. the, the, um, the spin-offs in that. I can't remember how far I am into watching The Conjuring, because I think there's three, isn't there? And uh, maybe even more. There, so there's three main films, but I think there's seven or eight total in that Conjuring universe. Yeah, and I can't remember which one. I'm Because The Nun is part of that, I think, as well, isn't it? As yeah, well. I think so. Um, I can't remember. And the other one is the, because um, I was on Disney Plus looking at it on Saturday, looking for something to watch, is X-Men. All of those days of future past, and um, they all merge into one up to a point, and uh, and I can't remember where I am with it. So that's why I now use this app to Letterbox to to record my um, the films that I watch, and uh, as I said, it just helps with um, knowing, especially like there's so many films I'm choosing a film now is I spend as much time trying to choose a film yes. watching it. And I, and I, and what I find myself doing is not watching some real, I'll go through all these films that I've not watched the top Gun Maverick film yet because I keep, I know I really want to watch it as well. And, but I keep going through, oh, do, do I want to watch it? And I think, cause when I've watched it, that means that I don't have the anticipation of watching it. I know that sounds weird, but it's, I get it. I get it. And, and, I, and then I end up watching some sort of, some film I've never heard of before, you know, like, and, uh, and then ticking that one off the list. But, um, so th- for me, Saturday, I ended up watching a film called, uh, the Kingsman, which was the third one in the, uh, yeah. in the series, which was, 
was pretty good. Not quite as good as the as the first one, but uh, but yeah, I en- I enjoyed it. But I did have I I watched quite a lot of films um, over Christmas actually, well over December, and um, some older ones and as well as some of the uh, newer. Did, have you watched the? I think it's called Leave the World Behind, which is the new one on Netflix. I have not. It's um, it's worth definitely worth watching. It's it, it came out in December, um, and it's quite it's set in America uh, as, as most are, but it's uh, but it's well worth watching. I don't want to give too much away about it, but it's uh, internet goes down, things start happening, but obviously it's all about the reasons as to why. It's quite scary actually that that it's a way that it could be uh, that could go, you know. So it's definitely worth. Uh, worth watching um yeah i actually just downloaded um that that app letterbox and i am going through as we speak and i'm rating a bunch of movies that i've seen yeah and the good thing is that you can you can add people on there so you can have friends so you then you can see what they're watching as well and see their reviews on it as well so it's definitely worth um worth uh looking at and see, and then you can see what what other people have watched, and, and get recommendations from from that as well, depending on how they've rated it. Awesome, awesome. Well, cool. Well, then we'll do this, and this will be a good way for us to kind of recommend things back and forth. So, yeah, Gareth, thank you so much for your time, man. It is always a good time talking to you. When I told my wife that me and you are going to be doing this, she was very excited for us. And so, yeah, uh, well, so- hopefully, well, well, I say not too long, but as I said to you already, we're uh, we're planning our our trip to Florida, twenty twenty six. So it'd be it'd be good if you can get out there as well. Yeah, we will one hundred percent be there and uh, catch up with you and the family. And um, absolutely, yeah, that'd be uh, it'd be, be had a, obviously a great time last time. Um, yes, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, looking forward to getting back there. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Lit Rose Podcast. And always remember, anime is for pervs. See you later. You are here because the outside world rejects you. This is your family. I am your father. Staring back at you, you wish the image was clearer Always remember who you are
you don't remember who you are, just think about the cross I'm at a loss to know that we have come so far But half of us don't even have a clue who we are You were chosen to live a life that you take for granted Yet you still wonder why you come up empty-handed I see this planet, you don't want to rich, you let it die The curse what God has given you by living out of life I'm sick and tired of watching all the blind leave the blind With closed eyes you'll never get to see God's design Don't sacrifice yourself to be another